2: now
3: All right, folks. Welcome to Nino's Corner TV. I got Colin Plume joining us, expert in gold and silver. I have to say it that way. Uh, the only person I deal with in gold and silver, noble gold folks. He's going to tell you what to do with your money because it's getting crazy. It's getting really, really bumpy. Uh, the debt ceiling, no agreement yet. Um, bank failures happening. They're trying to push this into the digital ID. Um, so I, I want to start off with. With Colin, first of all, how you doing? And thank you for joining. us. Great.
5: yeah, yeah, no, great to be here. And um, you know, obviously, we're we're in May. That you know, you have the debt ceiling coming up here, and uh, it's important to talk about this because you know, there's so many different scenarios that can happen with the debt ceiling, and you know, all the the bad scenarios are if we default, um, because Social Security, they could stop paying Social Security, they could stop paying uh, government workers. They can stop paying our interest. There, there's a, there's so many layers to that. And that's not only just bad, specific, awful for those people. Uh, let's just say that first, but also just as an economy, because everyone that's living on that money won't be paying the things that they have to pay for too, right? If you don't get paid, you're not going to pay your rent. You're not going to. So there is a, a trickle effect down to, to all these things getting not paid. Uh, and, and it obviously would affect a number of different things. So they're, they're trying to put a deal together. And, you know, it's getting to the point that we're having this conversation every six months. And instead of really looking at, you know, Kevin McCarthy, they have some ways to, to cut back on the debt. And they, and obviously some of it has to do with social programs. Some of it has to do a number of things that could cut back. But if we don't do anything, if we just keep kicking the can down the street, we're always running into this situation. And, because we're always running in this situation we're sending a message to the world that hey we don't have our bills in order we don't have our our, our we can't even control our budget in, in a reasonable manner and and we're in a position where we're constantly just creating that more debt 32 trillion 33 trillion I mean you know if you look at the debt over the last 20 years um, it's just gotten out of control and, and I think you know talking about gold when you look at inflation, You know, there's a a thing that we send out to people It's and it's, there's a million different ways to look at this, but if you had $10,000 in gold and you wanted to rent an apartment in Los Angeles, for instance, you would be able to cover back in 2000, you would have been able to cover like 18 to 20 months of rent with a 10,000 today. You can cover about six to seven months, but if you had bought gold in 2000, that same time period today, that $10,000 in gold, you'd be able to cover 36 months of rent. Jeez. So it, when you talk about inflation, you know, this is the thing that people miss when they talk about gold. They say, oh, "I want a dividend," or "I want," you know, "I want something different," and, and all that can be great. And there are investments you can get that. But also, just being able to keep up with the things that you need, your buying power, is also really important. And that's the thing that gold has been able to do for the last twenty years, and even the last hundred years. I mean, you can go back hundred years and you look at the same thing: gold has been able to to have that value where you can buy a tremendous amount of goods. If you go back to 1919, 1920, you know, one-ounce gold piece, you know, was a $20 gold piece,
3: and you could buy a tremendous amount of goods, groceries, food. So, but, but my question is, are we going to get to that, bro? I mean, are we going to be, like, bartering with gold and silver? Are we going to be going around, like, because I'm, I'm hearing that that could possibly happen. Like, that's... Yeah.
5: I and the so I I think that the way I always look at it is this is that people always go well, what what am I going to do with this one ounce gold piece that's worth you know twenty one hundred dollars let's say for instance how can I but but if you look at the cost of things today and let's say you had a quarter ounce gold piece a quarter ounce gold piece is worth let's say eight hundred bucks you could just pay your rent if it, let's say your rent is eight hundred dollars you could pay it and because that's the thing that people always say it's like it's not fungible in a small amount but. Nothing is 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 a small amount anymore. You go out to dinner with your family; you're spending a hundred dollars. You're going to spend one hundred twenty dollars. That could be, uh, you know, a three or four ounces of silver. So yeah. it, it is fungible in a way, you, which means you can trade it. It's just not the way that people did it before. But absolutely, the things that people are buying every day could be paid with gold, or they could be paid with silver. This is a ten ounce. You know, silver bar, right? So this is worth, you know, we'll say three hundred bucks, for instance. There's a lot of things that you and I are paying for today that are consistently three hundred dollars, right? And so that, this would would cover that uh, that expense. So I think it's it's
3: harder to make change. So right how now. how do you think this is going to run side by side when they bring in this digital ID when the bank more? Because I mean, we are expecting. This year, like this summer, more bank failures. They're gonna gobble up the regional banks, they're gonna right. take those over. We're gonna and they're and they're we know the plan of switching us to a digital ID that's in the works right now.
5: Yeah. And it's interesting about the banks because you know, if you go back to nineteen twenty-nine, there was thirty thousand banks in this country. If you go back to two thousand nine, there was like twenty-two thousand banks, and now we're at like forty two hundred banks. So we're we're we've really shrunk. Uh, the amount of banks, and it, it's not a good thing for most people, because especially people that are in rural areas that aren't so close to things, they they live with their, their bank is everything. It could, they could be doing their, their retirement account with their bank. They could be doing their, their insurance through their bank, obviously all their bills, like they have different relationships than people uh, in other cities, they can function in a lot of different ways. A lot of them are set up in the supermarket. They go to the supermarket. I know in Oklahoma, when I go, they go to the supermarket, your bank's there. You get it all done, right? You get everything happening. These banks are sort of going by the wayside. And, and really the reason is that uh, everyone has, you could overcomplicate it, but the really the reason that the, a lot of the banks are going to go, the regional banks are going under is because uh, mortgage rates are too high right now. They they need those. That's part of their return. Regional banks need like homes selling, buying, and selling because they make fees on those. So right now it's dead. Right, it's dead in the water. No one's selling homes. No one's buying homes. So they've lost a very significant income stream uh, for those regional banks that they need. So until interest rates come down and we
3: see more volume there, uh, regional. I know. Banks- I know real estate agents that haven't even sold a home since last year.
5: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, so do I. You know, it's the market is, is completely dead. Um and, and now things are starting to move. We saw that they just reported this morning, actually the biggest dip in real estate prices they've seen in many years. Cause now actually people are going forget it. I got to just sell. Whereas before right. they had this fantasy that they were going to get that price from two, three years ago. I've been now, told
3: this was going to happen that we're gonna be able to buy this stuff up on pennies on the dollar.
5: Yeah. And it's getting cheaper. I, I think there's a lot of places that, that went up kind of too quickly um, a lot of states that, you know, home prices kind of really rose and, and listen, there was an exodus to, to Texas and some of these states. But the thing that I've always said as much as like, I, I get the tax reason for moving there, but the home prices in some of these states didn't really make sense. And, and, and my reasoning is that. In Texas, there's still so much land that can be there. There's no there's not that much difference being 10 minutes outside of town or 20 minutes outside of town in Texas because there's no traffic like other places. So you could just go a little bit farther and get a house that's maybe a little bit cheaper so they don't have that that pull that other places do that have less land or less desirable land. So you're seeing places like Texas, the prices start to come down and other places kind of come down a bit. But to go back to your original question, the digital age and how they're going to turn that over, the problem is, it's always going to come down to this, is that how do you get the Americans to trust this new central currency? How do they do it? And, and that that's really what it comes down to. And even the world, Brick nations saying they want to change to a new currency and Europe saying we want to get, get away from the dollar. Great. Sure. I'm sure you want to do that. But how do you actually do that? How do you, how do you find another currency that that people will trust? The only way is to back it by gold or silver. That, yeah, but that that's what
3: they're the doing. The way. BRICS nations—they're going to the gold back. I mean, they're getting yeah. away from the dollar. Everyone's scared of the dollar. They There's see America right now as like the crazy person dousing themselves with gasoline, lighting matches, and they're like, "Get away from them."
5: Yeah, yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, they—they they should be scared of what we've done here in this country. And and I think that you know when you have this a massive amount of debt, the only thing that allows us to have this debt. Is that we're the world's reserve currency, but it's changing. Uh, central banks holding dollars was at like seventy percent fifteen years ago. Now we're at fifty nine percent globally. So it's starting to shift. It hasn't. We haven't got a lot of people think we've gone down to twenty. percent It hasn't gone down to like twenty percent or twenty five percent. It is trending in a, in a negative direction for us, and that that does hurt us. Having the ability to to dictate what we can dictate by being the reserve currency is is really the thing that's kept us as a strong country. So what we got to figure out here in this country, the thing we have to figure out is how do we get in a position where we can figure out the debt ceiling that we're not raising it every six months? So we have to make a deal. We have to eventually get our books in order and cut some things. That's the first thing we need to do. And the second thing we need to do is, is, is open it up, get interest rates down a little bit, and let business owners give some of these incentives that they've been giving to the wrong people, give it to people that are opening businesses. And I'm not just saying like large corporations. I'm saying like, regular small business owners, we need to empower them. And everyone's talking about empowerment, but we need to empower them with the tools and the ability and the incentives to go out and take some chances to to create some businesses. And that's how we get out of it. That's how we grow the GDP. That's how we get out
3: of it. You're right. That sounds beautiful, but at this point, we you know my channel, you know my channel, it's all about the, the deep state war. We are at war with globalists that want to take this country down to a third world level, and they're doing right. it in real time right now. So everything you're saying, I agree with. I just don't see it happening because the people that are manipulating and controlling this country are taking it down. So yeah. people need to understand that we are in this war. We're in the middle of it right now, and we probably i'm going to say we could i'm 50/50 on this but we're probably not going to reach an agreement with the debt ceiling correct i don't it's, see it how ha- i mean it's hard it-
5: you know it's hard because you know as much as politicians don't want to make any cuts because they make deals with people in their their who who they're in charge of they also don't want to be the politicians in charge when they they collapse our currency which is in essence what they'd be able to do so i I, you know i'm hoping for the best but yeah i'm preparing for the worst and it's so and it's interesting so how do we
3: prepare for the worst gold and, yeah, silver?
5: and, I, and I think that y- you look at what's happening right now so we had a massive run-up of gold and silver we've had a sell-off in the past like 10 days but i think people are
4: millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil
2: Order now
1: At fighterflare.com. flair.com
5: preparing for a massive run uh in precious metals and i think a lot of it has to do with being prepared and being diversified out of different assets and i think that the the rest of this year is going to dictate how our economy is going to be for many years in my opinion and there's a few things that 100 are happening is that most jobs that aren't uh, that jobs that we don't need are going away. And I think we've proven that, uh, also office buildings that, and
3: they'll be replaced with
5: AI. They're going to be replaced with AI. They're going to have automation there to do that. So if you're in one of those jobs, you have to right now be thinking about what do I need to learn? How do I need to educate myself through even YouTube or anywhere to get a job that that can't be replaced so easily? Number two, the office real estate bubble is going to burst a lot of big corporations are going to go out of business. There is going to be a lot of bank failures this year because of that, because there's a lot of looming debt. You know, office debt, for people that don't understand, people that when you buy an office building or an apartment building or an industrial building, you can't get 30-year debt like you can on on a, a a residential. All the debts between three, five, and 10 years. So there's a lot of debt that's coming due this year that they will not be able to refinance. So you have that bubble that's going to happen. So that area, that whole market is going to be destroyed. So any jobs that you have, you're working in an office building or you should be considering what are some of the other options that are out there and you should be heavily looking. And then it's really about, uh, asset preservation and really looking at downside. I don't think the equity markets are coming back this year. You know, with with the interest rates still being high, the Fed basically said they're not going to lower interest rates this year, even though they probably should, uh, because you know inflation, no matter what, it, it's still high. It's still scary. It's been coming down. You know, inflation has actually come down since its peak. It's not at seven and a half, eight percent. We're actually closer to five percent now. Yet the Fed has sort of dictated that they're going to keep rates high, and, and in my opinion. The Fed's sort of the sadist of the world that they've decided that they're going to destroy the economy at least for a year, yeah. or two, and kind of right. see what happens. So you got to be prepared. But
3: that to- would be necessary to take us to this digital ID, correct?
5: I think that's part of the plan. Is absolutely is that they 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 create an economy that it's it's a sort of a desperate situation, and then that that allows them to kind of slide this this new currency in. And you know, for people that that remember gold and silver when the government you know, said that we're no longer going to use gold and silver in the 20s and 30s, they pulled this same kind of scam back then. Basically, they told everyone to turn their gold in and they paid, I think, 23 or $24 an ounce. And then a year later, they changed the price and they moved the price up to $32. So everybody that listened to the government at that moment had a huge haircut on what the value of gold was just in the next year. Right. So it's, it's, it's not like this hasn't happened in the past before. So I hope today, you know, people are wiser. A lot of people are holding this stuff at home. A lot of people have gold and silver. Uh they have IRAs with it, gold and silver and and, and they're protected. They're not they don't trust the system like they used to. And oh. you know, something <laughs> David, nope. that you know, it's interesting just internally, you know, and I love to give sort of statistics about what's happening in noble gold, but the age of our, our buying pool of clients has shrunk dramatically over the last 12 months. So our average age client was like 48 to 52, uh, kind of traditionally it's shifted by five, six years. So our, our buyer is getting younger and, and sort of because even younger people, I think younger people, that get out of college and can't get the job and have this massive debt. They're like, that dream for me is not a reality and so they're even not trusting, you know, the equity markets. They're not trusting keeping money in cash. And they're looking at gold and silver. So we've seen a big shift over the last year where younger people are are sort of wisening up to kind of an old school.
3: Uh, think know, about investment. the problem that we're in right now, though, because, as you said, jobs are going to get replaced, they're going to get AI. And at the same time, we're bringing in millions of people. From the southern border and all over other countries that are using the southern border, and what are they going to do? They have no job skills. What are they going to do? Yeah, so that's the- this is a massive. This, to me, this is a hit on America. We're in a serious. Uh, we're in serious shit. That's the best way I can put it. And my my question to you is: Where do you see gold going from here? I mean, l- let's say that we reach no debt ceiling, that the you know the complete, which I see already, it's it's a chaotic mess in America right now. Sure. Um, where do you see gold going? I mean, when I was buying gold, it was 1,800 an ounce. Now yeah. we're, it's at 2,100 right now. You see it going to 2,300 this year. Where, where do you see it going? It hit
5: 2,045 about a week and a half ago. We're sitting in the mid-1,900 range, so there's been some sell-offs. 2,000 like that new floor right now for gold. And I would say, like, you know, when you look at history – when we had a lot of the crisis back in 2008, 2009, gold was at 800, 850. And then that thousand was kind of that, that myth, mythical number that, that everybody sort of was like, Oh, is it going to break? And so it kind of dipped below and above a thousand for a while and it sort of hit that. But then once it hit like 1200 or 1300, it never came back down. So I think that if history repeats itself, we need to get to that 22 to $2,300 range, which I think we will this year. And I think that's the range where it's like then 2000 becomes that new floor. Um, Because, you know, I remember all those years when I was, you know, selling gold, people, oh, it's going to go below a 1000 again, it's going to go below a 1000. Well, it's not. And it did it. And it's but I think gold, because, you know, obviously, a lot of the market is manipulated by people that are hedge fund traders and quick money traders. So they look at that 2000, 2050 number. So I think when it breaks its all time high of 2070, again, it'll probably go up to about 2100. Then you'll have some people sell off and then it'll kind of range around 2025. And then that, like I, like I said before, 2200, 2300, that's the number it needs to get to, to to kind of hold firm and have that 2000 be the bottom and bank of America has predicted that Goldman Sachs has predicted 2300 um, so there's a lot of people out there that sort of are predicting that. And it's an interesting time that gold has done this well because the dollar has actually gotten stronger because obviously rates are high. So the dollar has gotten stronger. So actually gold moving up in this environment is, is quite unique because it usually works in inverse, right? If the dollar was high. You would think gold is low, but actually gold has actually been rising. Um, so I think it's, it's an interesting time. Every bank failure, people are going to rush and buy gold. I mean, we're just one company and obviously we do a lot of business, but you know, the demand for physical gold when the banks were collapsing, uh, went through the roof because people just said, forget it. I'm not going to keep my money there. I'm going to buy some gold to get it home. As that happens more and more during the year, and it's going to happen, there's going to be more bank failures. You're going to see more and more people buying physical gold. And so the exciting thing about gold and silver in the market is I still think we're at the beginning of this bull market. A lot of the industrial uses are starting to explode. Uh, silver, I still think, is is an absolute bargain. But, you know, everything, and you know, people love talking about gold, but silver, I mean, think about everything we're using today. Electric vehicles, solar panels, electronics, everything—they all need silver. So I, I think silver's. Uh, a lot of people are talking about it, and I I believe you know it's just one man's opinion,
3: but I think thirty dollars silver this year uh, is very realistic. Um, do you and, think? Do you think like if there could be if the perfect storm hits that you know you talked about the 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 floor being two thousand? Do you think if some kind of perfect storm hit, which it could, I believe this year. That's gold could skyrocket through the roof, like, whoa, what just happened? Like not expecting yeah, it, that.
5: Yeah, you could hit twenty-four, twenty five hundred gold if that if that were to happen. I mean, there's they're even higher, maybe you think? Yeah. And I think the perfect storm, David, would be this is that at the end of the year, things are really going bad. They lower interest rates, and then the double whammy would be they go, you know what, we got to print money again. So they do like a quantitative easing. So they lower rates and they do like a expanding of the money supply. Gold will go just through the roof because you figure the dollar's dropping. They're expanding the money supply. Interest rates are down. Like that would probably be the the catapult. So what
3: do you out. expect to see? What do you? And it's important also. We have to stress that the person, the people need to keep it on them. <laughs> you know, they got to keep the gold and silver on them. And and just in case, yeah. Uh, I guess silver would be used for smaller purchases, bigger purchases <laughs> of gold.
5: Yeah, silver makes the most sense if we're day trading or you're 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 bartering and trading. If there are smaller denominational gold pieces you can get too. I mean, you can get gold as small as a gram. I wouldn't recommend it because actually, it's funny. When I started, I sold. Some people wanted some gram like little bars, and they got the package and they were like, "It's not in there." Because it, you know a gram of gold is you know it's really it's, it's like the size of your fingernail. So I wouldn't You're recommend getting confused that. if we're really talking about gold right now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm like, wait, no, that this takes like- me back to my party days. That <laughs> would be like this. That would be like. This. <laughs> um, but no, um, yeah. So, it, but they have if you do want the flexibility to trade and bar, they have a thing called a Val bar, which they make in fifty and hundred gram gold bars, and basically. I have one here, but I didn't bring it, but you can break those off into one gram pieces. So they come as a full bar, but you can break them off and we sell those too. Uh, we can ship those to people's, uh, doorsteps. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's, uh, it's a good time. You know, it, I think you're obviously reporting what's happening. You're giving people a lot of education and, and that's, you know, people need to soak that stuff in. And I think in times of distress, times when our country is looking bad, it's really important to, to come back to you and your family, and really think about what's important, and really think about protecting yourself. You know, and I was talking earlier about job security and 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 how you kind of what how you should be thinking about the future in terms of jobs coming and going. That's one part, and then looking at your finances and and getting some education, and 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 not just trusting that things are going to continue the way they've gone for twenty, thirty years is is looking at some of these different assets and, and seeing if you know if they're a good fit for you and your family.
3: Makes all the sense in the world to me. We are in unprecedented times right now. I mean, this is scary stuff. I mean, you got to be prepared. I can't stress it enough. I tell people all the time on my programs, we've never been here before, not like this, not like where we're at right now. I mean, they were just flying an upside-down flag at the Capitol. Okay, those are the days we're living in right now, folks. So, I stress for everyone to get with Noble Gold. Colin Plume, thank you for joining me, man. This has been an amazing interview. I hope people have benefited from this interview. Uh, The link is down below. Uh, Noble Gold, folks. Noble Gold. Uh, Colin, I I appreciate you coming on, man. Absolutely. Looking forward to talking again soon and, and seeing you soon. You got it. All right, Colin. God bless you.
5: God bless you, too.